Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe This Got Greenlit, a show where we discuss movies from our childhood, our nostalgia from watching them as kids, how they got made, and our experiences re-watching them as adults. I am one of your hosts, Cindy Lou Who, and joining me as always, <laughs> the, 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 the Grinch. That was just wrong. That was just wrong. You made yourself a cute little girl. <laughs> and you're the Grinch. I'm sorry. Um, that was evil. <laughs> Listen, I know I have a reputation of hating every movie we cover on this show, okay? <laughs> not the Grinch. It's okay. I, I thought it was fun to, to spice things up because it's our Christmas episode. Merry yeah, Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, dude. Um, Happy holidays. I know. I'm so excited to be here to talk today um, about a movie from... From our childhood, definitely, and also around the from, time, uh, from every era of my life. Uh, we're talking today <laughs> about the movie from the year 2000, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, it's from 2000? Yeah. Oh, so we weren't born yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a pre 9 11 movie. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey, and I'm very excited. But before we do that, I'm so nervous what you're about to say. No, it's not bad. I promise. What are you about to do to in me? In a very, in a very Seuss. Um, <laughs> In a very Seuss way, I want to introduce the show. Okay. With a rhyme. No, you a didn't. A Dr. Seuss You rhyme. did not make a Dr. Seuss rhyme. Are you ready? <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be. I'm trying. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Every Wednesday at nine, sit two dorks in a room to talk about the movies they saw right out the womb. They laugh and they cry at the worst and the best of movies that really put their patience to the test. <laughs> Sometimes these movies make their brains start hurting, except for the movies that feature Patrick Warburton. <laughs> With all of that said, I say we start the show right after we thank Robert Rodriguez and his movies, which we watched oh so long ago. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Nick, that was beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. I, I started watching this movie, and they were immediately doing like the Seuss rhyming, you and knew. I was like, I can't <laughs> not has do to this. start like this. <laughs> That um, was amazing. Thank you so much. I told I told Felton about this before the show, and he got really nervous really quick. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's a good thing. Well, it's a okay. I, intro. We like sit down like a minute before the show, and Nick's like, okay, so I'm gonna do something before we start, and I'm not gonna Bear tell you anything yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do. I was like, excuse me, like, am and I getting fired? fired? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Diving right into the movie because there is a lot to talk about. Okay. I feel like we're uh, we're at the caliber. I, I think specifically just because of the way this movie looks, um, not so much the content, but of Cat in the Hat. And that was yeah. a very insane yeah. episode. Yeah, so I want to start with you for childhood stories. Okay. Anything special about this movie? Kind of. This is also becoming a similar theme this season where, like, I don't have a direct childhood story. Okay. But the Grinch, like, himself as a character, mm -hmm. I love him. Oh. Like, he's been huge my whole life. Not Not this one. Not this specific oh, version, oh, though. Oh, yeah, oh. like the Grinch as a whole. I was like, yes. So <laughs> kind of. So, okay. like, my dad, one of my dad's favorite Christmas movies, therefore one of me and my brother's favorite Christmas movies, is the original animated one from, like, the 70s. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, that thing's awesome. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes. It's just the story. It's so good. So we grew up, like, watching that once a year. So Grinch was big. And then I think at one point there was, like, a Grinch musical I think my mom oh. took us to that because I remember being little and we had like the little Grinch gloves. We'd always run around oh, really? with the little Grinch gloves. Yeah, it was so much fun. Well, they do like a, a, a like a stage show at Universal, but I don't know if uh, it was. I don't know. I don't know where it was. We yeah. were young though. We were really young. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't remember. They just did it like in town. Honestly, could have. Been yeah, town, maybe. But Grinch was like huge. Okay. But this like this one, I know I've seen it because I remember a couple scenes. When we get to the scenes, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, that was one. But it was never like huge. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like once a year, like, oh, we gotta do Jim Carrey's Grinch. Ah. It was we gotta watch the animated There original. it is. There's yeah. the difference. There's the difference. <laughs> we did, we went old school with we went back to the 70s. Yeah. I'm assuming you went Carrie. Uh well, okay. Here's the thing. Is it's kind of both. Because oh. in a similar fashion, growing up, I watched the animated one almost exclusively. Yeah, the go of Grinch movies. Yeah, it, yeah, it's easily the best. I'm not gonna even uh challenge that. No. But when I got to the age where I started kind of steering away from animated films, oh, I started going really heavy into the into the Jim Carrey version. Oh, interesting. Um, I loved this movie as a kid, like okay. so very much. I thought the humor was fantastic. Um, and then also, like I I 
love the Grinch, but I also registered that it was nightmare fuel. Like I knew objectively <laughs> yeah. that it was terrifying. This is chaos. It's yeah. absolute pure chaos. Pure unfiltered chaos. Um, it's insane. But yes, I I grew up loving this movie, and and we'll see if that holds up today. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what happened to you. I want to point out that because it's our uh, Christmas special, I would say Christmas yeah. episode. Um, I have my Captain America uh, Christmas sweater. He does. On, I didn't come prepared so whatsoever. Um, that's okay. Well. I am in wearing a women's double Great XL Great Wolf Lodge shirt, <laughs> so I got that. But hey, that works in my books. Um, it's festive enough. Well, just okay. um, come. How about this? Just a little plug. Tune in next week. I'll have a little special outfit. That's oh all, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm that's so all I'm excited. Say. We'll get to that. Okay, going right into the production because I I feel like this is gonna be the most uh, notes on production in a hot second. Because even I've heard of a couple of these things. A lot. Like this has a There's famous a some details to this. Yeah. Okay, starting off really light. This movie's directed by Ron Howard. Which I did not which know. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that I, at all. I knew this, I think, in the past like four or five years when Grinch came on to Netflix. Because it was like a big oh, thing yeah. a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Um, that's when I was like, oh my god, Ron Howard? That's insane. If you don't know Ron <laughs> Howard, look him up. He's the best. He's also the producer of Curious George. But yes. we'll get to that. Also the voice of the Arrested Development guy. Fun yes. Fact. Yeah, yeah, the main narrator. I want to say he's... Is he also a producer? I think so. I want to say he, that he's he like one of part. the main producers. Yeah, he's a, sure. he's a big part of that show. Um, but this movie was produced uh, predominantly by a guy named Brian Grazer, who's also the producer of The Cat in the Hat. Oh, brother. Here we go. Great. Here we uh, go. Same it, team. The production company was Imagine Entertainment, which is uh, Ron Howard's yep. production company. Yeah. Um, and Universal Studios, which they did um, Curious George and Cat in the Hat. I was about to say, Imagine did both, did both, right? Yeah. Um, the cinematography was done by Don Peterman, who weirdly also didn't do Cat in the Hat, but they look almost identical. Now, by the way, what which is strange. came first? Uh, I want to say The Grinch came first, and then Cat in the Hat, I believe, Hat was, was 2003. Second. Yeah. Because this is 2000, I want to say Cat in the Hat was 2003. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I'm assuming this was a big enough success that they probably made Cat in the Hat second. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which tanked, yeah. didn't it? Didn't that do Yeah, horrible? that was horrible, and I'm pretty sure they didn't do... Yeah, the no, end. they didn't really do any Seuss live action. Yeah, Cat in the Hat was like that. Yeah, 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 not anything like that. Um... But yes, moving right along, they built most of the sets on the Universal back lot, which I think is funny because it was immediately behind the Bates Motel from Psycho. So, <laughs> so it's like they took this like iconic back lot thing and they were just like, we're going to build Whoville directly behind it. And they're both nightmares. Yeah, they're both they, nightmares. That's so fitting. Also, I will say, and there's like specific, again, we'll get into specifics later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But for a lot of these scenes, you can tell it's a back lot. Oh, yeah. Like, this does not feel oh. like a real setting whatsoever. No, no. Which arguably adds to it because it's sometimes yeah. it takes place in a snowflake. That, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Sometimes it does add it's to it. It's supposed to be a wacky, silly little thing. Um, but yeah, so a cool thing about it is within its first week of release, the film sold 3 million DVD copies Ooh, in one week. Whoa. First week. Uh, and 4 million VHS copies and would go on to sell a total of 16.9 million copies in December 2001 alone. Just in December? Just That's in December. Crazy. Totaling to $296 million. What was the budget, you know? VHS. Um, budget was $123 million. Oh, so, oh, it made bank. It made bank. It made bank. It made bank. Hence and the cat in the hat. It grossed, so it made 296 in just VHS, like, home alone. video. Yeah. Uh, and then in theaters, it grossed 346. <laughs> so it made half a billion. It made over half a billion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this this is the movie that made us watch the worst movie ever. Yeah. Like, can exactly. that one exist? It's this... It's the Grinch's fault. Yeah, absolutely. The Grinch directly caused Cat it's in the Hat. It's fully Ron Howard's fault. <laughs> Shocker. It's always Ron Howard. Um, well, we'll get to that because it almost wasn't Ron Howard. Oh, really? Yo, okay. Big time. Big time. There's a big story, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, but anyways, it joined Star Wars, uh, The Phantom Menace, Shrek, and The Mummy Returns as one of the only four films to sell more than two million DVD copies in their opening weeks. So it's in oh, that wow. caliber, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, it's no joke. Uh, it won an Oscar for Best Makeup. Okay, naturally. I feel like that's fitting. Yeah. Especially for the Grinch. He looks fantastic. Right. Um, and then something I noticed in particular that wasn't really brought up a lot in like production notes specifically. Okay. But as a big Theme Park Universal fan, <laughs> sure. obviously, bringing it all back. Um, there were a lot of Dutch angles in this movie. There, I, even I noticed Tons. that too. There's a lot of Dutchies. And the thing about it that, that connects it to theme parks is, th I, I believe that they wanted to create a world where nothing was kind of upright. They wanted to create that weird, wacky world of Dr. Seuss. Everything's all diagonal. Exactly. It's, yeah, nothing's now, straight. in Seuss Landing, which is in Universal is Studios, that? 
It's like, it's like the Dr. Seuss-themed land. Oh, I didn't know that existed. It's awesome. Okay. But also complete nightmare fuel. Everything <laughs> there is like still from the 90s. Nothing has been updated. <laughs> and it's like absolutely terrifying. <laughs> but I will say it looks stunning. Okay. Um, That's cool. And they specifically designed the land to not have a single straight line. So everything is oh, curved. Everything is kind of wacky like and wonky. wonky. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I noticed that about halfway through the film and I was like, or not even, probably earlier on. And I was like, oh, wow, they, this is awesome. Like, this is very reminiscent very, of the land. Yeah. Maybe the land they were going for a very specific film. vibe for all of this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now going into one of two very big stories okay. surrounding this. So bear with me here. It's a lot. So Dr. Seuss himself yes. uh, refused to sell the rights. And I believe we brought this up vaguely in Cat in the Hat. In Cat in the Hat. Yeah, I remember But he this. refused to sell the rights to his books. But when he died, his widow agreed to sell the rights to many of his books, this one included, Which under is- a few... Very specific conditions. Yeah, which I still, I think I, I don't remember what I said in Cat in the Hat. I think that's just wrong. No, it's horrible. That's messed yeah, up. Yeah, I don't agree with it. He said no to the day he died. Like, yeah. come on. That's like how Spielberg said, like, you're never going to make an E.T. sequel until the day I die. I am dreading the yeah. day that they make an E.T. sequel. You know, like, when Tim Burton drops dead, they're doing Nightmare Before Christmas 2. Yeah. That's going to happen. It, but no one else Yeah, is. well, we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there opening night. I'll be there for the early access. You'll be in costume. I'll be on the production team. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be directing it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we're writing the movie. We are actively on contract. <laughs> we're waiting for Tim Burton to die. Yeah. <laughs> we have a hit out on him. Um, okay. So, basically, here are the conditions that she said in order for okay. you know the Grinch to you be You can made. only make the Grinch if you do these if. things. Yes. Whoever wanted to make the movie must be willing to give her herself $5 million, <laughs> 4% of the box office gross, which if you do the math, ended up being $13.8 million. <laughs> Okay, good for her. 50% of the merchandising and music-related revenue. Okay. And 70% of the revenue to book tie-ins after the movie is made. Oh, So she was making so much money. Okay, can I be so honest with yeah. you? I was really hoping she was like, hey, you can make a movie if you, if you do these things, and it'd be like creative things. No, yeah, she just it's wanted money. It's all money. money. Yeah. She sold out the list, so quick. The list doesn't end there. There's more? Yes. She also stated that the actor playing the role had to be of the caliber of Jack Nicholson, <laughs> Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, and Jim Carrey. Oh, there so you go. So she did list, but it was those four. She was like, if you don't pitch me one of these four, you're not me. Yeah, I say no. Which has to be crazy. a big name. Yeah. No, but not even. She was like, these four. Oh, it was like, it was oh, I, thought exactly. she, I thought it was of the caliber well, of these four. I think that was the exact wording, but what ended up happening, we'll get to that, is okay. a lot of the companies pitched it with those actors attached. Oh, I see. Because I they see. were kind of fighting for the, the okay. top billing. Um, but yes, and she also stated that she wouldn't even consider someone for the role of writer or director that hadn't made at least $1 million in the box office on a previous project. That's insane. Yeah. So she also, wasn't even considering. I don't like that last one. No. Because I haven't made a billion dollars. No. <laughs> I don't make any money. Um, yes. So 20th Century Fox pitched its version with Jack Nicholson attached, which is insane. As Grinch? Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. Uh, and Seuss's widow turned it down, weirdly enough, even though she she threw that name out yeah, in the first place. Openly, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Universal convinced Ron Howard to pitch uh, his version, or like their version of the movie. Sure. Eventually attaching Jim Carrey uh, and Tim Burton. So that was initially oh, who was going to direct. Which would make sense. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Ron Howard was going to produce. That was the whole okay. thing. Uh, to direct. And then he dropped out due to scheduling conflicts with Sleepy Hollow. And oh, then Ron Howard, after kind of arguments in the studio, <laughs> uh, stepped up to direct. And Jeffrey Price and uh, Peter Seaman uh, stepped up to write the film, who were also the writers of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, Pretty so cool all acclaimed people. Yes. Like, which it's a creative. You have to be for crew. her. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for her well, standards. She also proved the cat in the hat. Uh, oh, true. So, um, you know. I will say, though, she disapproved of a lot of the jokes in this film, including a joke about a Jewish type uh, like person. Yeah. Uh, like Stereotype, one of the Who's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that didn't get presents at all because they didn't celebrate Christmas. Oh. Um, and a stuffed trophy of the cat in the hat in the Grinch's lair. I feel like that's a cool little Easter egg. That's I like saying. that. Yeah. The first um, one I understand, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they eventually hired three Seinfeld writers to do an uncredited oh. rewrite to punch it up. Oh, wow. Which is wild. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if, is that like a punch up after filming or before filming? Uh, no, after the script was written. So they, oh, so they gave okay. it so they're to they're still in pre-production. Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then she was like, I don't like these jokes. You got to cut them. And then they brought these writers in to oh, kind of punch it up. They go on credits. See, I thought a lot of it, especially Carrie stuff, would, was like improv. 
I'm pretty sure most of it is. Oh, it, it but is. She just didn't like that. Like a few specific jokes that were written in the script. Yeah, she's a game of those. On set, they like went kind of. Yeah, they're like, hey, do your own thing. Exactly. Kind of. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's also interesting to note a lot of podcasts I listen to talk about kind of rewrites and punch ups and how sure. a lot of times they go uncredited, but they make pretty good money off of that. I've heard that just doing yeah like, uncredited rewrites. Also, it is weird. Like if your kid is like, oh, I love this movie, and you're like. I did. I rewrote most of it, and then they're like, "No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're, you don't have a credit on it. What are you talking? You're about? not on it whatsoever." Because yeah. I remember, I don't know if it was a professor at Emerson or it was Ron, our robots writer, yeah, sure, friend sure. of the show. But I remember someone being like, "Hey, you see a lot of movies, especially like big Hollywood movies, that say like written by blank, yeah, and they're awful, yeah." And you're like, "How did this ever get made? How was this written? How is this like person proud of this?" Yeah, I think it turns out, I think it was Ron. Yeah. And it turns out, no, they wrote it like three years ago. Yeah. It's been rewritten 20 times because by names you'll never hear of by studios. Yeah. So being horrible. it's kind of, it's uh, horrendous. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird, like, it's uncredited, which is kind of sucks for the writers that are writing it and not getting any credit, but they're making bank, which is, right. which is good. Yeah. They should, they should be making bank. But at the same they should time, be getting credit. They, they should be getting credit. <laughs> and also the original guy, it's not really his script anymore. No. Well, that's what happened with robots. It happened with robots. Yeah, it was so his like, idea, and then it turned into completely the opposite yeah. of what we found out in the episode. Completely opposite of what he originally Complete intended opposite. to be. And between the two of us, I don't know if he really likes robots that much. I don't think so either. He had a weird <laughs> vibe about it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so I feel bad, like, some writers get made fun of, but it's probably not even their fault. Yeah, yeah. It's not even their story anymore. Yeah. It's also funny that you say between the two of us as if we don't have an audience. <laughs> like, uh, between us and our audience. <laughs> what he didn't like it. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but anyway, so the second like major story, which I find incredibly interesting because I, I get it. Like, this I might be the one I know. About Jim Carrey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it took two and a half hours to get into the Grinch costume and the makeup yep. for Jim Carrey. And he supposedly repeatedly described the process similar to being buried alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is it was brutal. Bonkers. And he got so frustrated and uncomfortable with the process that one day he kicked a hole in a wall and stormed <laughs> off. And then in the first two weeks of the shooting schedule, they only got three actual days done. Oh. Because he kept storing off set and disappearing for hours. And then he would return with the makeup and suit just completely destroyed and ripped off his Whoa. body. Because he was like, it feels like I'm like literally being suffocated like and buried this. alive. I can't do it. And he would just rip <laughs> it off. I and you just leave frustrated. I I get it. Oh no, I fully yeah, understand. I'm on Carrie's side. Yeah, same. <laughs> like I know for like the crew, I'm sure that's super frustrating. Well, yeah, but it's just good to torture. Yeah, as a, a well, yeah, you're producing. Yeah, you probably I was gonna hate say him. that would three days out of two weeks, <laughs> I would lose my Dude, mind. That's true. That's oh, you'd be freaking three out. Three out of four, so eleven of those days just got lit on fire. Because we'll be on we'll be on our away. sets, which are so low stakes, <laughs> and we'll be like five minutes behind. You're like you freak out. Well, I mean, yeah. You're like, no, we have to go. Well, we do. <laughs> Imagine two weeks, no, three I could days. Never, I could never. I think you oh, would die. I, I think you would, would actually I'd, die. Well, that's why, like, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, high-pressure jobs, people yeah. get, like, gray hair really fast. Like, they Real age. Quick, really. Especially in this industry. Yeah. It's, it's over. Like, even, like, I remember seeing pictures of Obama when he first got in, and then when he left, <laughs> At the end, he yeah. aged, in, like, eight years, he aged, like, 50 years. He did. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, I just. It was oh. hard to watch. I felt bad for him. Questioning all of my life choices. <laughs> um, no. But so that's like kind of the big thing. But then, yeah, Ron Howard convinced him that he was like the most vital part of the movie, obviously. Uh, and he eventually oh, agreed yeah. to try and calm his anger. And they did. This is the funny part. They did this by bringing in a, like a, a specialist on methods of enduring torture. This is what I've heard. He insane. got trained in how to endure torture for this role. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It's criminally insane. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be what you have to do. Like, this for is a what role. they teach like soldiers. It's yeah, not Jim Carrey. No, <laughs> that's <yeah>. wild. <laughs> and now he just knows. He knows forever. <laughs> that's insane. Uh, but yeah, those are the kind of the two major jumping off points I I had. Yeah. And also, it's weird because this time around, typically, uh, a little peek behind the curtain here. Typically, I do the production notes prior to watching the movie. So when I go and watch yeah. the movie, I want to say that a lot of the reason I end up liking movies. Um, on this show a little bit more than I think I normally would is because yeah. I know the, the Mr. Whole Grinch over here. Yeah, no, no, um, no. But I, I know like the entire process and like what it actually took. And, That's fair. Like yeah. I, I remember like the Pan's Labyrinth story of like he lost the book and I was like, this is Which beautiful. Is awesome. yeah. yeah, and just like a lot of and like the entire production of Emperor's New Groove. Like I just had a newfound appreciation <laughs> right, right. after watching the film. But this time I did it in opposite order. So I oh, watched the movie. I had my opinions on it. And then I did then you my found research. Out the way I do it. Right. Yeah, because you just tell me live on air. Find out now. <laughs> yeah, just find out right now. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so it was kind of a reverse process, and it was interesting. Different viewing experience, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily for better or for worse, but it was just interesting. Just different. That it was different. Yeah, it's just yeah. different. But that's kind of all I have on production. I have a very small one. Yeah. Please. So, okay, so I think I was I was watching this movie literally two hours ago. I just watched it. Yeah. And about like five minutes in. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I came prepared. But about five minutes in, I forget why, but I looked up the cast of this movie. Because I think I recognized someone. I looked up the cast. And did you know Bryce Dallas Howard was in this movie? What? Yeah, Ron Howard's daughter. No, no, no. I know. Yeah, yeah she's in this. What? Her, her, she Where? was like, I don't when? know, but it was 2000. So she was young, like a kid. Yeah. And she's listed as like scared who? What? So I think she's just like a cameo in the back somewhere. Wait a minute. I couldn't find Is her. Is she one of the teenagers that goes up to the mountain and then gets scared I don't, I don't down know. the mountain? Because that might be the case because she's in her 40s now, isn't she? This was 20 years ago, so it might on, she might have been in her like teens, because there was a scene very early on where like four who's they're all teenagers, walk up the mountain. It's two guys, two girls, and the girls like dare. 42. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This was 20 years ago, 23 years ago. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find. I remember I saw it, and then for the rest of the movie, I was trying to find her, and I couldn't. I'm, I'm I want to say that that was her because that means she was around 20 when this. I have the answer. Came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah. You want a drum roll? It was not her. Oh, here she is in the movie, though. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Actually, you sh- people at home, you should look her up because she looks pretty funny in the movie. Yeah, I'm that's not gonna funny. lie. Does yeah. she have braces? She has braces. Yeah, Ooh, braces giant on the giant teeth. teeth. Yeah. That's awesome. But she's just like way in the back. It's just a fun little. It's cameo, also strange because like no one else has braces, but they all have the same teeth. Oh yeah, that doesn't really make sense. That's true. <laughs> also, they grow into their nose apparently as well. Yeah, there's weird rules to this universe. Also, do, I'm not do you know super how they sure, like but... did that? No, the nose? Yeah, they taped their upper lip to their nose, <laughs> and they added the prosthetic that way. Isn't that insane? That sucks. <laughs> that must have been a nightmare to act. Are you kidding me? Well, because they even they do that now with um the Universal like stage production of the Grinch. Oh, they that's do? how they do the hair and makeup. Oh, yeah, that's how they do it for most like Whoville. Yeah, like Doctor Seuss esque yeah, yeah. stuff. It's crazy. That's awful. So they do, yeah, upper lip to the nose. That, and they, they probably, add the prosthetic they do that with over the cat it. in the hat as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they all kind of look they similar. All, yeah, it's a very Susie yeah, yeah, yeah. look. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's how they do it. Though. That's it's, awful. It's weird. I can't, I can't even imagine trying to. <laughs> yeah, that's speak sucks. normally. Trying to talk like this the yeah. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're you're cast. Um, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's all I have on production. Going into the plot of this this film. Yeah, uh, I'm very curious. The wild to, plot of this film. To hear your opinions on some of these things because there are some <laughs> similar to Cat in the Hat. You know the base. Most people know the base story, especially for Grinch. Exactly. I feel like Grinch is probably more. It, what? Than it's like Cat a the Hat. five minute. Like you yeah. can kind of. It's, it's like probably you have five two to ten songs. Minutes. Yes. And then it's like he is, you know, ab- abandoned by the town. Yeah. Hates Christmas, steals Christmas, gives it back. Heart grows. The, the end. end. The end. But how do you make that an hour and a half? Well, that yeah, that, you add <laughs> lots and lots of bits I similar to Cat in the Hat. It's the, I think that's the biggest. Hurdle and doing any Seuss movie. Yeah. I think that also goes for like the Lorax, yeah. the new Grinch they did with Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. Horton Hears a Who. Horton Hears a Who. Greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Any Seuss movie you do, your biggest challenge would be these stories are 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. A movie has to be like an hour minimum. <laughs> Sometimes less. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. less if you're Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. It's like, what do you do? Yeah. And we'll see how this movie did it. Well, <laughs> what did they come up with, Nick? I will say, we open. With a Dr. Seuss-like voiceover explaining how this story takes place in a snowflake, which I never knew until this view. I didn't either. I didn't put that together. I also didn't know the narration was Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) What? Wait, (laughs) Did you not know that? No. Dude, it's Anthony Hopkins. Are you serious? I swear to God. It's insane. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. But anyways, from that... Like voiceover, I I paused the movie within thirty seconds and wrote that intro. The Did like you really? rhyming of Greenlight. <laughs> I was trying to like I was trying to like come up with something in my head, and I was like, I need to pause this and like, actually think about it because I was That's like, awesome. I can't just like do it on the fly and then like forget. You know, so, you have to sit down and write it. Exactly. Very professional. Thank over you. There, yeah. Um, but then we go to Whoville, which is my favorite place ever. Um, <laughs> where we see that Christmas is the best time of year for them. They love it. It's all but, they do. Weirdly enough. This is the whole like sub context, subplot of this movie is all they're all very like materialistic. Yeah. They don't care about the real like spirit of Christmas. To them, the spirit of Christmas is material items. Buying yes. things, maxing out credit cards, getting yeah. all the physical items you possibly can. And if you don't do that, then you don't have the spirit of Christmas. Which is the polar opposite 
of what they're supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. Like literally the polar opposite of the Who's. Yeah. Which already there's there, there's gonna be two big things I have with this movie. Okay. Spoiler: two big complaints. Yeah. One of them is this. Yeah. Oh, and I agree. I, I yeah. For some reason, again, it took me up until this viewing to like really realize this aspect of the movie. Yeah. Like Anyways, it's very ahead, much like a materialistic thing. Yeah. No, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's just kind of the Who's, at least in the, and I know I keep comparing it to the original, which isn't 100 percent fair, but the Who's their whole point. Is that like they know Christmas is about being together? Right, and they love it. Yeah. And when the Grinch takes it, they don't even hesitate. They're like, oh, we don't care. Yeah, like, they we're just, just they we're sing having a good time. They're all with each other without hesitation. Yeah. yeah. And this one, it's the polar opposite. Yeah. Where they're so materialistic. I'm like, oh, these aren't the Who's whatsoever. Right. And even like, and I'm sure like I, w- I would have brought it up when we got to the scene, but I'll also kind of jump ahead a little sure, bit. Sure, sure, sure. Because we all know the story. Yeah. But when event- <laughs> when they all wake up and the Grinch took Christmas. They do care. At first, they're so upset. Yeah. The Grinch took all our gifts. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, you so missed the point. Yeah. Like, you so missed the point. And I, I kind of get that they had to sort of write, like, a character arc for the, for who's. the who's. I know. But at the same time, it's like, that's not the who. No. Like, you, like, you don't get to what the who's actually are until the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Which is horrible. <laughs> like, like the, the, that's what makes the who's so great in the original is, is when the Grinch stole it. So what? It didn't even it didn't even bother them. What's like <laughs> with, without even thinking, they just went right into singing. Right. Yeah. But in this one, they were so mad. I'm like, oh, yeah. you t- you assassinated the Who's. Right. These are oh not God. the Who's. I don't know who these people are, but they're not my I Who's. They're not my Who's. I don't know who they. Are. I don't know who or what they are. Um. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're exactly right. Um. But yeah. So we kind of open with all the Who's doing their shopping, including Cindy Lou Who. Not my. Me. Not my Cindy. Uh. No. Not my Cindy. Hashtag not my. Hashtag not my. Hashtag not my Who's. Um, not my Who's. Uh. And her dad, who's the postmaster. He's the like the mailman. Yes. Yeah. Um. And then we immediately are introduced to the Grinch. The Grinch. Um. And he goes down to the town to wreak havoc. He puts on like yeah, a little costume. Yeah, a bunch of teenagers screw with them or something. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. Gotta go down. Yeah, screw with them. that's well, that's what I thought. Uh, oh yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I always forget that she's the daughter of, of Ron, Ron Howard. Howard. Yeah, I remember really their weird. last names are the same. And I'm like, oh right. Yep. And yeah. They look the same. But anyways, <laughs> both ginger. Um, yeah. Nepo baby. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm pretty. Wasn't Ron Howard also Nepo? Anyways, what? that's he? a different. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know if he is. Um, but regardless. Yeah, so the four teenagers come up, they're messing around, they're looking for mistletoe in the spirit of Christmas, and then Hi. they come across the Grinch's cave, they're like, oh, it's not real, it's not real, and then the Grinch comes out and scares them, and the Grinch is like, nah, I've had enough. I'm going down. I'm going down. So he puts I'm on a mask, he puts on like a little yeah. cloak, and he goes down and he messes with them. Um, and then Cindy, Cindy Lou Who, uh, is trying to figure out why all the Who's are spending so much money and not really caring about the joy of Christmas. This is kind of her driving like character arc. Yeah. And again, I understand why, because it's an hour and a half. I know, but it's not. She's the only who that acts like a who. I know. Um, it's so upsetting. And also, she's so adorable. Like she's she is. so sweet. She really is. Oh my god! And I have a fun fact about her. Yeah, she makes music now. Yeah, you knew about that? <laughs> no, I didn't until I did research on the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair. She's like a huge artist. Wait, she's the lead singer of a band called the, the pr- Beatles. The, no, yeah, <laughs> called the Rolling Stones. Called the Pretty Reckless. Okay. And I looked into them on Spotify. Their biggest song is like 10 million Whoa. plays. They're big. Like I've heard of this band. Cindy Lou Who is like She's a big star. <laughs> like she's a big musician now. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Good for her. I know. I'm happy that she went on to be successful even if it wasn't in film. Just fully quit acting. Just, yeah. It's it probably because she Reckless was like thing. I don't believe in humanity after all these who's. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> who um, <Phil. laughs> But so, uh, yes, the the four uh, teenager Who's who uh, get scared off by the Grinch come running back to Whoville, saying that they saw the Grinch, but the mayor, who we now are introduced to, yeah, uh, makes sure no one freaks out about it. Played by Jeffrey Tambor, right? Yeah. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. And we find out later why he doesn't really want to make a big deal out of it. They, yeah. they make this weird backstory with them. Weird kind of love triangle thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Cindy... Eventually, I'm kind of skipping over things, but this is just how the movie is. Paced. It's yeah, it's a strange pace. Um, Cindy tries to do a school again. She's trying to figure out who the Grinch is. That's yes. her like main driving thing. She's like, why are people not in the real spirit of Christmas? Yeah, what's the story and behind who this guy? Is this what's going on? What's going on? And her dad kind of shrugs it off. Mayor shrugs it off. He's like, no one needs to talk about it. And she tries to do a school presentation on the Grinch, but eventually gets in trouble and questions her dad at work why no one wants to talk about him. Yeah, what's it's, up with the Grinch? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then she sent off to go put mail away in the back for her dad's work because he's oh, super busy because everything is, yeah. Yeah, someone shows she up. She encounters Nick. the one, the only, the, 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 the Grinch. Me. I'll never get old. I was there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pellin was there. And, um, yeah, and then Pellin put her into the sorting machine, which is super dangerous. <laughs> Can we just call the Grinch Pellin for just Pellin, yeah. the rest of the movie? <laughs> um, and then eventually he ends up saving her. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, what? Don't say that. No. I didn't save you. No, I didn't save you. What are you talking about? He gets mad. So mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Sydney Lou's mom, uh, then we cut away as Sydney Lou's mom uh, setting up an absurd amount of Christmas lights uh, and says that she is trying to out-decorate Martha oh, May yeah. Boo, which is a weird little again, side does it? It does at the end, but it like does? very minor. It's a very minor thing. But this is the only kind of introduction into the present day of Martha May. Yeah. Who comes ends later. Up playing this is a, the a only big character in this movie. Massive. Which, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, she's well, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Martha May will come back. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, and yeah, the Grinch goes back to his lair and Cindy Lou sings, Where Are You Christmas? Which is so sweet. It is really and sweet. And she tries to figure out, and I always, always, always forget that, and I don't know why, because like, the Grinch song is like so famous, but I always forget that that and this song are in the movie. But they're like the two most iconic, yeah, moments in the movie. Well, the, well, well, I will well, say the Grinch song, not the is, Grinch song. No, no, that's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This little Cindy Lou Who thing, it's no. it's big, but it's not Grinch song. Come no, on now. But <laughs> it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that this song? Where are you, Christmas? An original of this movie? I don't remember. I want to say <laughs> that it is. Remember. I don't want to. Don't quote me on that. But. Have us ask me in like a week or two, I'll know. Sure. But the point is, if it was, then I would argue that it's as big as the Grinch song because it's only in this movie. And, and for me at least. For, okay. For me. I was about to say, if for you me. if you walk up Not to like random everyone. people on the Not street and like give me the lyrics to both. No, people yeah, know no, the Grinch. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. I'm saying for me because it it, it rained so like it That's was fair. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Um but, but she's yes. adorable. Yeah, the she song's adorable. It's so sweet. Yeah. She's trying to figure out. I will say, where for a kid is, actor, she, she she does pretty good. Fantastic. She's really cute in this role. Yeah. She's so sweet. Yeah, I really yeah. like her a lot. Um, yes. And then Cindy Lou interviews other members of Whoville. Here we go. To try and find out the origins of the Grinch. Yes. Which and we, they weirdly start with telling her where babies come from. Um, yeah, and from then, baskets <laughs> from the sky. Yeah, yeah. And they say that he was a, a special Who child. And we see that he's an evil little dude. It came out green and came nasty. Out green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a quite sad backstory, I will say. Very yeah, sad. Yeah, here we go. You see that the Grinch had a big old crush on Martha May, who, uh, who at the time also clearly liked him. Yeah, I was to say. She, she was, was in big him. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's staring at him during class. Like, he drew her hair. Yeah, she had crazy. those gotta have him eyes drew yeah. on her lips oh, with a Grinch, okay? <laughs> um, but, but at the time, and I don't know if this was actually true. But they said the mayor, the, the young mayor said that like they were together. The mayor yeah, he and claims Martha May, that. But she never says anything about it. Yeah, that. and he's known to lie about this Grinch yeah. story. So I'm not sure if they actually were, but very weird. Um, but Grinch gets bullied so hard after trying to show his love for Martha and Christmas. And shaving. And shaving. <laughs> he tries to shave. Yeah. Uh, that he leaves Whoville and ends up hating Who's and Christmas as a whole. Yes. It's so sad. And Nick. Here's my second big complaint with this movie. Martha May? Not specifically Martha May. But one, that backstory is bizarre. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's strange. It's very strange. And you see like a little kid Grinch, and it's so off-footing. Yeah. But even outside of that, my one of the big, biggest reasons I love the Grinch growing up, like why he stuck out, mm. was that he's just this weird enigma. No one knows where he came from, if he's just immortal, how long he's lived on the cliff. That's cool. He's yeah. just this. He's almost like um like a cryptid. He's like mm -hmm. a like a Mothman or Bigfoot. Yeah. He's just this weird thing that, that they don't even know if he's real or not. Trying that is so much cooler than I went to school with him and he yeah. tried to shave to impress a girl. Like that was right. so. He comes dumb. down just the same way all the babies do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, like you ruined. He took all the coolness out of the Grinch. That's fair. I will say, trying to give a backstory to an ambiguous figure like that. Yeah. Or like even in the prequel. Or, I'm sorry, the sequel to, like, the Harry Potter books. I don't know if you read it. Spoiler alert for everyone. I don't oh, even the know Cursed Child? To... Yeah. I've never read it. No. Do you care if I... No. Okay. They basically give, like, a little brief backstory in Voldemort, and he has a daughter. Like, oh. it's, it doesn't... Like, that's my point. Is like, giving a backstory to an ambiguous figure it like that... It. 
could absolutely destroy you gotta it. You got to be so careful. And I, I fully agree that this was such a weird way of, like, it yeah. takes the magic out of that character yeah. and the ambiguity out of, like, where does he come from? Who is he? Who will he be? It's what is gone. he? How long will he live? Yeah. Exactly. All those questions are now answered. It takes all the thunder in a out of him. good way. Not in a good way. Yeah. In a good, uh, for me, it, it really did take all the fun out of the Grinch. Right. We Just were, this weird creature that lived at the top of the hill. I was going to say, we were talking before the show um, about, like, concrete endings to film. Yeah. And, like, kind of leaving it open-ended. Like, leaving character Exactly. Leaving characters open-ended if it is a villain like this or, like, a character that works yeah. or that has known to work with, like, an open-ended kind of backstory or, you know, how they live or whatever. It's perfect. It's perfect. Don't and then, touch it. And then giving a concrete answer to that is, sometimes is bad. Yeah. It's well, like it's like answering the question of what's in the, the box in Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Like the gold. Yeah, what's in you the briefcase? I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, sorry, or even like in seven, yeah, yeah. what's in the box? Exactly. Like, it's it's definitely implied what's in the box. Sure. There's no point to show it. Like, exactly. It's, it's so That's it's the so whole good. Point. And like the famous example of this, well, I say famous, but we're film nerds. So <laughs> like the the thing we always think of yeah. is horror movies. Uh-huh. You never want to show your monster that much. No. Like for me, the reason Halloween, the original, is still great, well, it's not super scary anymore because it's from the 70s. I think it's 79 mm-hmm. or something. But it's still so good because Michael Myers is just there's no reason for what he's doing. You never see yeah. what he even looks like. He's just killing just to kill. Right. That's what makes that so creepy. Yeah. Is they don't overly explain everything. There's yeah. no weird backstory to him. He just killed his sister once and he escaped and now he's on the loose. Right. That's all you need. Yeah. Like, if you, then you have those horror movies that over explain it and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you just ruined your monster or villain. Yeah. So for the Grinch, he's meant to be this creepy dude that just is evil and he hates. That's all he does is hate. And then like... They explain way too much. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's just in love with this girl, and he actually is just down bad, and he's just yeah. like kind of like an incel. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is so boring. I will say, last example, because because there's so many examples. Yeah, um, is the the whole Jaws Spielberg thing. Spielberg has yeah. openly said, like, if that animatronic thing worked, the movie would not be as good as it is today. They would have showed it because more. they would have showed him more. That was yeah. in the original script. And it takes all the fear the, out. Exactly. Because of the constraints of the original robot for the shark, they couldn't show it as much because it was it. broken. Yeah, and they had to start shooting. And it makes it way it freakier because so you never better. your imagination does like exactly gymnastics to figure it out, and it's it makes it so much freakier. Exactly because you never really see the shark. Yeah, but the Grinch, oh the Grinch, <laughs> like that's the, that's what makes the Grinch so cool is that he's this weird like. Bigfoot kind of thing. Uh, and they just, they ruined Ugh. it, Nick. Nick, they ruined the Who's and they ruined Grinch. I know. The two things in this movie. I will say, I have yet to see the Benedict Cumberbatch one because I refuse to. That's my least favorite um, of the three. I was going to say, I, <laughs> yeah. I would probably argue that that one's worse and I don't know I agree. how it's worse. I agree. I, yeah, it's I, worse. I'll eventually see it. Maybe not. We'll see. I was saying, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one 10 day we'll years cover when I have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer sequels. Summer sequels. Uh, no one knows that is yet, so. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um. So yes, so Sidney Lou uh, nominates the Grinch as the holiday cheermeister, which right. infuriates the mayor. Because again, the mayor was dating Martha May. Maybe, maybe who yeah. knows? He was in love with her. Yes, um, still is. Claims her, and um, <laughs> and yeah, he doesn't like the Grinch, so he wants nothing to do with it. Because now he's the mayor. He's like the guy. Yeah, he's big and the man, man in charge. He's Jeffrey you know, Tambor. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want the Grinch taking his spotlight. Yeah, bad mayor, also bad dude in real life. Yeah, sure. Uh, right. <laughs> Um, so Cindy Lou goes to the Grinch's lair, and when he tries to scare her, she does not react, which I think is very funny. She, like, laughs at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cute. And she invites him to accept the award uh, she nominated him for. After much argument, he tricks her into thinking he will go, and then launches her down a chute back to the town, which she weirdly enjoys. Like, she, like, it's slides like a, down I would, too. It's like yeah, a she's like, this is great. Yeah, but I feel, like, I feel like it's, like, because it's, like, a trap door. I feel like the point to emphasize that she's enjoying it kind of, again, emphasizes, like, she doesn't. She's not scared by this guy. No, not whatsoever. It's not a trap door to her. It's a fun little thing back no, to town. To her, he's just like fun Jim Carrey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm convinced she just was like, you're not <laughs> the Grinch, you're Jim you're Carrey. Jim, you're, you're Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Max, the dog, uh, catches the invitation in his mouth. Yeah. And he begs Real Grinch star of the show, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and back in Whoville, Martha and Cindy Lou's mom have their Christmas lights showdown. This is where it kind of sort of comes back. Uh, with Martha being the winner yet again. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Shocker. I kind of glazed over that part. <laughs> um, the Fair. Grinch shows up to the celebration, and they all welcome him with open arms. Uh, and it seems like he is starting to like Christmas because of all the positive attention. That's all he really wants yeah. is some attention. By the way, at positive. this point, we're like, what, 30, 40 minutes in? Yeah. Have you noticed that the story 
the actual Grinch story still has yet to creep up whatsoever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still random he's nonsense. He's still not a mean one, Mr. Grinch. No, he's, he's a, not. The actual Grinch <laughs> story's not happened. It's so weird. They have to do all the table setting just to get to that just to five get to the, minutes. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it seems like he, yeah, he's starting to like uh, Christmas because of all this positive attention until the mayor gifts him the same razor that he gifted to him <laughs> yes. when they were kids. Sure. And the Grinch... In all of this trauma that's going through his head, freaks out and burns their Christmas tree to the ground, which is awesome. Because also, again, this is one of those things where I like just forgot that this happened, and then I was like, "So when are how are they going to sing around the Christmas tree?" Lucky enough, they have a spare. spare. That's exactly the same. Now I think this is the scene. It could be this one or one coming up. I don't remember. But remember when I said sometimes you could tell they shot in a back lot? Sure. One of it was only one shot, and I wish I screenshotted it or time coded it. Yeah. But one of the shots, you have the Grinch. I think when he's in this small little car and he's okay. driving away. And the sky <laughs> is not a sky and it's a black ceiling. <laughs> and you can I swear you can see studio lights. I'm like, dog, what happened? It's like supposed to be the moon, but you could tell it's yeah. like a Leco. You can tell it's yeah, just yeah. like a light. It looks like one of the lights we have in yeah, the yeah, yeah. WCB in studio. Like <laughs> it's just black. It's just a ceiling. It's just you can see tiles. I'm like, what what happened? Oh, what God, is this? Awesome. Snowflake. Is <laughs> it a snowflake? <laughs> That's Universal Lot 67. <laughs> nice try. Oh, God. You can see the snowflake on the studio back yeah. from the Universal <laughs> Studios Hollywood. Um, <laughs> I can see the PA up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you have a guy, like, waving his arms it's in the like background. It's like a boom mic. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I was so stunned. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so <laughs> everyone panics, and the mayor calms them down by assuring the, assuring them that Christmas is okay because the Grinch went back to his lair. He's out. Uh, and yay, they have a second tree. Uh, yeah. You know, Still whatever. haven't gotten to the Grinch story yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, Grinch then realizes he should steal Christmas from the Who's because they were mean to him. So as he sings, you are mean one, Mr. Grinch. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. We see him gear up to be Santa Claus and ruin the day. Yeah. Last 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. yeah. And also, I made a note that it was weirdly reminiscent of Nightmare Before Christmas I was thinking um, that. But Jack didn't really have bad intentions. He wanted to make it like a yeah. good Christmas, even Jack if it was, was like evil. Yeah. But th- it was like the same thing. They were both like gearing up to like be Santa Claus. Yeah. I didn't really put I had that a, together. I had the same thought, especially when I saw like Whoville. I'm like, oh, it's like Christmas Town. I'm like, yeah. it's got a very similar vibes. Yeah. And then we proceed into this wildly long and very weird montage uh, where we see the Grinch stealing everything like from the Who's. Yeah. And then kind and of. Then, it, it's like I'll get into that in a second. Really but. strange. I don't know if it's just because the the animated version does it like so, so well. It's the best part of that movie. It's the best. Yeah. Like you can't. He's slithering around and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He's looking so directly cool. into camera, like winking at yeah. you. Yeah. He's doing. Oh, it's the best. It's rad. And just I don't know if it's the live action or like the the dark studio lighting. <laughs> I couldn't tell what it was. It wasn't it, working. It, it felt like a horror movie. <laughs> but like it, sh- even though it's like a like a weird, scary scene. But it was like clearly a misfire. Yeah, like it wasn't meant to no, have that vibe. It sh- like in the in the animated film, it's like still very bright and still very colorful. Yeah, and you see him take literally every single detail. Yeah, and like the the back keeps filling up. Right. This, this one, one like the sense of scale wasn't quite there. Not at all. Not at all. Not from what I remember. And also, he's like kind of just like. Walking around, he like takes one or two things, yeah. and then you cut away, and the bag's already full. You're like, what? Yeah, it was weird. But it's also long, but like it, it's not. It's like nothing really happens nothing in happens. it. It's it's very strange. And there was one shot of like Anthony Hopkins is doing his voiceover, and he was. God, it, it's at the point where it's like he he left a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Oh yeah. And, but the shot they showed, there's still like ornaments and stuff on the ground. So I'm like, oh, oh he no, didn't take everything. No, he didn't. That's he not did true. Leave stuff. <laughs> yeah. Rewrite that voiceover. Rewrite the voiceover, and at the end of the sequence. This is also one that really bothered me, not as much as the other two, obviously, but mm. it was like a minor thing. But you see Whoville after he stole everything. <laughs> There's stole Christmas decorated. stuff everywhere. <laughs> the tree has everything. There's Christmas lights, wreaths. I'm like, he didn't take anything. <laughs> like, if you compare this Grinch to like the 1970s Grinch, no, the 70s Grinch, he like, got the job done. House. He cleaned house. He stole Christmas. This dude's a minor. He's a burglar. <laughs> this dude stole Christ. <laughs> yeah. He didn't steal Christmas. <laughs> This didn't do anything. This guy's half. weak. He's still half. Yeah, he's still Christ. Christ. He's still Christ. He's still Christ. <laughs> um, but anyways, this whole thing ends, and this is kind of where we get into like the actual story of the Grinch, um, that it's we all know and love. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but he's caught by Cindy Lou and assures her, like while he pretends to be Santa. Everyone knows this, but yeah, uh, pretends to be Santa that he's bringing back the tree to fix, fix the light. it up. Yep. Um, and he brings 
all of the gifts to the top of the mountain where he lives, uh, at the very, very top. And then he hears everyone wake up. He stole Christmas. But it's Christmas morning. Yes. But their tree is still there. Yes. And they all get up There's and they're a ton miserable. of Christmas stuff. Yeah, they're miserable. They're miserable. <laughs> Nick, they missed the point of the movie. <laughs> but then, like, almost immediately they start singing because they After all a lot realize <laughs> that the true spirit of Christmas, they all become actual Who's. Yes. They're all inducted into Whoville the right way. Yes, they are. It's just, it's it's like the way they did it, it took too long. No, yeah. Sure. I don't like yeah, that yeah. they had to be convinced to do it. Like, no, they should yeah. just know. Like, oh, it just, it it's breaks like my heart. of the characters. Yeah, it just, um, it breaks my heart. But then, one very strange part that I didn't really enjoy watching a live action was when his heart grew three sizes. Yeah, because you don't get like the X-ray. You no, just see he has like a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> he has a stroke on top of a mountain. Dude, he has a full blown stroke, and he you're does. like watching him like suffer in live action in this horrible like costume, and he's like <laughs> dying. And it's all oh, and, and I can kind of see the it's creepy. The heart like you hear the heart beat. It's so uncomfortable. You see it like grow a little bit in his chest. Yeah, like, it's, I don't oh. like it at all. And I kept waiting because they have the x-ray machine like earlier in the movie when they see like his super small shriveled oh, heart. Oh, really? Yeah, it's I like for two that. seconds. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're going to bring it back. No, they know. They no, don't. it's just Jim Carrey having like a, <laughs> a stroke, a straight up stroke. That's crazy. It's like disturbing. Um, But yes, he is then full of joy, realizes that he wants to return the gifts to everyone. um, And he has the spirit of Christmas in him now. Yes. Uh, by magic. But uh, they start <laughs> falling off the edge of the mountain on the sleigh. And Cindy Lou, who visited the Grinch for Christmas, <laughs> at the is on top of the sleigh looking die. for him. <laughs> She's, like, fully going to die. And I then he, he tries to, like, pull the thing back, and then he's like, I got to save this little girl. She changed yeah. my life. And he, like, fully lifts up the Which is the Grinch sleigh, moment. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's super epic. Especially, like, live action, I thought that, that did it justice. It was pretty hey, cool. Yeah. It looked um, cool. I'll give you that. Yeah. And he saves her, and they bring the presents back to Whoville after, like, plummeting back to Earth. Like yeah, they, down yeah, the do. mountain, yeah. it's awesome. Um, and everyone cheers for him except the mayor um, because he's very petty uh, about all the attention going from him to the Grinch. Yeah, and his, um, his and girl's his girl, definitely into the Grinch, dude. Yeah, because she breaks up with him. Goes right to the Grinch. Yeah, gives back the ring. Oh, yeah, also I forgot to mention earlier, not that it matters, but <laughs> oh, the, yeah, mayor, the mayor like, proposes, proposes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a stupid little. Yeah, gives back there. the ring, goes, yeah, hook up, hooks up with the Grinch. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Who wouldn't, dude? Um, yeah, Martha May, yeah, admits she's in love. <laughs> Maybe more than in love. Yeah, uh, but anyways, <laughs> dude, she's in lust. She's in lust, dude. She wants Grinch. If you dude. can define lust, it's her <laughs> for the Grinch. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, and then, and then I didn't realize that the ho- the Grinch hosts the Christmas dinner. Yeah, that's in the original too. I just she carves the beast. That. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that like it was at his cave. Oh, I don't think it was at his cave in the original. No, but it is in this it one. It is in this one, yeah. which I thought was weird. Very weird. That, yeah. They're, they're, he's just like, welcome to my home. I kind of like that. No one's been in here. Who, it like, It's like disgusting. Yeah, like I like that in the original, the Grinch never came down before stealing Christmas. Yeah. So when he came down after stealing, even though he stole everything, they just accepted him no problem. And then he <laughs> sure. carved dinner with them. Yeah. It's weird that he's been down before and then he's hosting at the cake, like the mountain. Yeah, yeah. He's like, come on, guys, let's hike. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Go for like a hike six in the hours yeah. up a giant mountain for Christmas. I'm like, all right. And he, like, not three seconds ago just plummeted back down on the yeah, sleigh. He did. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God. With the little girl? Yeah. This big green monster yeah. with this tiny little girl. No one's bad an eye on that. All right. But he, sure. he hosts a Christmas dinner. And as I love to say on this show, all is well in the world. All is well in the world. Specifically in Whoville. All is in well the in the snowflake. snowflake. Yeah. yeah. Um, final thoughts. Do you want to start? Yeah. Let's hear it. So, in season two fashion, <laughs> I didn't mind it that much. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Well, okay. Well, here's my thing. Is last time I watched this, it was in high school, because I watched all three in like one day. Oh. For some, I think it was like with my girlfriend. That's a lot of like, We should watch all Grinch away. Yeah. And I remember this one being so annoying mm. that I almost like, I almost turned it off. Mm. So, I went into it with such low expectations, which say, definitely cause... helped. Talking about this movie, yeah. Prior, I was I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. So I went in with such low expectations, which definitely helped. I thought Jim Carrey was great. I remember him really not liking him, but I thought he was actually really good. Yeah. Some of the humor, especially his stuff, I thought worked. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest, like outside of like the performance of him and Cindy Lou Who, and some of the jokes. I do think it like fundamentally misunderstands the story of the Grinch. Yeah. And it screws up the Who's, mm. the Grinch himself. And even because of all the stuff they did to set up the actual Grinch story, 
it makes the actual story weaker. Yeah. Because the stuff following it isn't great. So there are good elements to it. I just think overall it's pretty weak. Yeah. I would just go watch the original. Yeah. You know I, I mean, I can get it's on board because also it's like 15 minutes or however long yeah, the original like, is. Like 15, yeah, it's like yeah, So yeah. it's nothing. I will say, while over the course of the episode, um, I agreed with basically yeah. every point. <laughs> you reacted on it pretty hard. Uh, yes. And I, <laughs> I, I, I fundamentally like agree with the point that the Who's are not who they're yeah. supposed to be. And that was always from yeah. day one. I always like, that was my one thing that it's I It's just like a bummer. Yeah. However. However, you love this movie. I love this movie. You lo- loved? I I highly like. Wow. I would not put it in the love category. Okay. But I think because of I think again again in season two fashion, I think because the nostalgia like heavily it's a big one. In, yeah, that's fair. And also, I really liked Jim Carrey as the yeah. Grinch. He some of his physical humor, bringing like combining with like slapstick and then also like some of the witty like dialogue yeah for sure he does a fantastic especially job. knowing what he went through for exactly. this you know what i mean knowing yeah. the whole production that is very true all this money they paid all the whatever all the hurdles they had to go through with exactly. dr seuss's wife comparing it to cat in the hat like i yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I i i don't know i just have such an affection for this movie that's that, i get it i do the get thing it. though too is i went in assuming that i wasn't gonna like it because uh, it's cat in the hat. Yeah. yeah. And then by the end, I was like, there are objectively things that I do not like about this movie. Fair. But there's, I couldn't get that feeling out of my body that I had a really good time watching. It was like kind of warm. It nice was really warm. I think, feeling. again, it's it's the season. I'm in the season of yeah. giving. It's You're wearing a Christmas, Christmas sweater season. right now. Christmas sweater. <laughs> it was the best. Um, <laughs> I had such fair. a fun time that watching this movie. That is fair. Again, I, I really didn't mind it. Like, yeah. There are, definitely, there are definitely parts of this movie that are strong. Yeah. Especially when you compare it to Cat in the Hat. Yeah. Because sure. that's such a crazy, yeah. like, tonal, not tonal, but crazy quality difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyways, with all that being said about The Grinch, one final thought on how The Grinch stole Christmas. I, I can't, can't believe, believe this got, got greenlit. Lit. I will say, we forgot to mention at the top of the episode, this is our last movie that we're oh, covering yeah. of last the movie season, season two. Yeah. Which is kind of sad now that we're like done. I know. It's the last it's movie really of the season sad. two and last movie of 2023. Oh, 2023. Oh. Yeah, dude, season, if, if hopefully this season entire three show next has year. existed in 2023. There has never been a, a show outside of Oh my of God, that's true. That's insane. This show's almost a year old, dude. Old. That is insane. Think about that. Yeah. Um, anyways. Thank you to our guests, Cindy Lou Who and The Grinch, for yes, being thank here. thank you guys. This was such you a fun it. episode. Yep. Um, tune in next week. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, you want to explain this one? So tune in next week for the first annual Greenlit Awards. It's our season two finale. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's our version of the Oscars. So we will be covering some of the best and worst from the Greenlit Vault, such as Worst Picture, um, Worst Character, or Worst Actor in Any Category. Yep. And best McDonald's collaboration, and so much more. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Next We're week. so so excited um, about that episode and kind of everything going forward with Greenlit. We're having so much fun with the show. Um, it's only just beginning. Yeah, we have some cool stuff planned. We really do. So Definitely. Stay tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week and hey, for the first annual Greenlit Awards. Happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. Go live it up. Live it up. We love you all. Bye. 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 